to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff. And finally, their goal. Here is Match and Review. My word, what a rocket. With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. Anthony Urcioli with you. Final whistle has gone. And this match between Forge FC and Valor FC at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton is uh, it ends in a draw. One all, Forge FC with a one nothing lead going into the 85th minute, and the night was spoiled not just by the torrential downpour. Um, by the way, credit to the fans that stuck it out. Um. Yeah, foiled by Valor in the end. Forge had gone 15 consecutive matches against Valor uh, without being able to secure a clean sheet. Valor had scored in 15 straight matches against Forge going into this one. We were minutes away from the first clean sheet in a while against Valor, uh, but it just did not turn out that way. 5,179 fans at Tim Hortons Fields. And I got to tell you, even when the rain was pouring, most were still in their seats. The battalion could be heard um, all the way up from the press box. So credit to the fans. Disappointing results for Forge FC, at least when you, um, I mean, listen, you you had a one nothing lead going into the 85th minute. Certainly you want to secure all three points at home. But that was not the case. Let's take you back. Let's take you right back to the beginning. Forge FC coming out with their 4-3-3 formation. Matusala, Ashley Dodianson, Samuel, and Rama on the back line. Tristan Henry in goal. Kyle Becker, Ali Hojab-Rapport, and Noah Jensen in the midfield with Tristan Borges, Taryn Campbell, and David Schwanier, your forwards in this one. And you saw it early. Um, Valor. We talked about it coming into this match, a club that is so, so comfortable defending. I mean, just in terms of organization and discipline. I mean, this this is an elite defensive squad. And by the way, they have been now for a couple of seasons. So that brand of soccer making its way to Tim Hortons Field. In fact, you know, when Forge was in possession, Valor, although they came out with four defenders, when Forge had the ball, Valor would drop into a five-man back line. Just five guys lined up right across in that low block. Midfielder Dante Campbell would be the guy dropping back uh, to play center back. And as soon as Valor gained possession, it was actually fascinating to watch just him. Uh, because when Forge had possession and they had a lot of it, Campbell was kind of just sitting on the back line. And as soon as there was a heavy touch or, or his club gained possession, he would just shoot forward back into the midfield and try to uh, join the attack. So interesting look from Valor, not at all surprising. Eight minutes in, Forge had 87% of the possession. Valor very, very comfortable defending and comfortable allowing Forge to possess the ball. Now, Forge had a handful of dangerous attacks early on, but uh, Valor had to be happy with the way this this match started and the way this uh, the first half just kind of went. 46th minute. Now, this is, and I will say this, it, it was an uneventful first half just in terms of quality, quality chances. Um, we look at the official stat line for the first half. Expected goals, 0.34 for Forge, 0.23 for Valor. Despite 
Forge having 67% of the ball possession. Uh, they had nine attempts on goal. Only one of them connected on target. So nine attempts in the first half. Um, that's a lot, but expected goals to 0.34. So credit to Valor. Still saying uh, just, you know, I, I mean, organization, discipline, all plays into this. They're going to allow you to possess and to take your shots, but there's not going to be a ton of quality most of the time. And Forge only had a couple of really dangerous looks. Officially dangerous attacks in the first half were 22 to 12 in favor of Forge FC. Dominic Samuel took uh, a pretty tough knock right before half. He was replaced by Kwesi Poku. But other than that, like I said, Valor had to be happy with the way that first half went. Kwesi Poku, actually, when he came on, he did have the best chance of the half for Forge. A free header from about uh, eight yards out, uh, but he got under it a little too much and the ball landed on top of the goal. So second half, we're, we're in halftime. All of a sudden, I think at that point, we had gotten kind of lucky with the weather because, you know, thunderstorms were in the forecast. We're expecting a ton of rain. It hadn't quite hit yet. Halftime went, and by the time the players came out, I actually, when I I took a bathroom break, came out, and when I say torrential downpour, I mean, it was coming down hard. And, you know, play on. Play on, no no lightning in the area, so the match continues. Conditions were apparently safe enough for the, the match to continue. And again, full credit to the fans who literally weathered the weather um, and, and stuck with it throughout. And they were loud and they were into it. Uh, it was really fun to see. I was, of course, safe in, in behind glass. Um, so it was impressive to watch. Not sure if I would have had that same level of, of courage. Early in the half, Kel Becker... Rings a right-footed shot off the right post. Ball finds Taryn Campbell after it bounces off of Borges's shin. Uh, Campbell's goal, though, nullified by the line judge for a phantom offside. Now, to the officials' credit, they did have a little meeting. Um, and listen, they're dealing with it in real time. They made the wrong call. Just plain and simple, wrong call. When you look at it, Campbell was very clearly onside, um, and it is what it is. We don't have video review. Nothing we could do about it. And that's how this game continues, scoreless. Forge did look dangerous in the rain, by the way. I want to point that out. Um, there just appeared to be a lot more space for whatever reason. 66th minute, Taryn Campbell strikes again. one nothing Forge. Now, the play started with Tristan Henry out the back. Rama sending it forward to Chouanier, who lofted a through ball to Taryn Campbell. Valor defender and keeper unable to, to judge the bounce of the ball with a wet pitch and the rainfall, and, and Campbell used the bounce to his advantage, chipped the ball over the keeper. Yesley, who came off his line, Campbell's eighth of the season, makes him the goal-scoring leader on the campaign. And, of course, Campbell pads his lead as the CPL's all-time leading goal scorer with 35 Pacifics. Easton Ungaro, by the way, is second on the all-time list. He has 29, so a pretty healthy lead for TC in the all-time scoring list there. 85th minute. Hearts broken just a bit. Chella, header off a corner, finds the back of the goal. Valor fights back, salvages a draw, 
Forge so close to getting there, earning their first clean sheet against Valor in, in years now. It had been 15 straight matches with Valor scoring at least one goal against Forge in every match. And that continues up to 16 straight now. Second half, though, and this is why if you're Forge, you have to be really disappointed with the result. Um, it, it was their game to lose. Expected goals just in the second half alone, uh, 0.91, just 0.25 for Valor. Ball possession for the game, 65% in favor of Forge. Forge had 19 attempts at the goal. Four hit the target. Um, And for Valor, five attempts, just two hitting the target. Dangerous attacks, 41 to 24 in favor of Forge. Number a little low. A lot of that has to do with uh, just the conditions. Very difficult to play in that amount of rain. And at the end of the day, this match... Final whistle would go, and we end in a draw. Disappointing result for the home crowd. Coming into this match, Forage was really looking to improve upon its uh, its home record. Not very good coming into this. Forage, a better road team this year. Coming in, Forage has had two wins in seven matches at home. That's now two wins in eight matches at home this season, and it's their fourth draw at home. Overall, looking at the overall table, some big matches coming up for Forge, and we are in the mode of watching the standings. Very important at this juncture. Forge FC now live look at the standings right after this match as uh, families on the pitch. By the way, I guess that means the rain has cleared. A lot of of people on the pitch right now, a lot of family, a lineup for autographs, so it looks like the weather... As soon as that final whistle hit, apparently the rain decided to stop. Very, very convenient for everyone. Uh, all right. Live look at the overall table. That's Forge's 16th match on the season. Just 12 more to go. 23 points is where Forge is. Uh, that's good for third place on the table. They are a point behind Cavalry. And they are three behind Pacific. By the way... Pacific is coming up on the schedule. So points now at an absolute premium for Valor. That single point, uh, well, they they hold steady in seventh place. Really, though, when you look at where these, these two teams are at the season and just top to bottom, uh, this is a match where you need three points if you're Forge FC. I know the weather was not cooperative, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you had a 1-0 lead going into the 85th minute and you were unable to hang on. So disappointing result for Forge FC. Head to head now. I, you know, these matches against Valor just seems to be a tough out for Forge, and they have been uh, for the past four plus seasons. Head to head, eight, two, and eight for Forge. So both of these clubs, they played 18 times. Both have won eight times, dead even. And on the year, it's, uh, it's, it's dead even. Forge, Valor have split. They've split the first two matches this season with both winning. Uh, now we have a draw, and the two will meet again, by the way, in September. But this just, it's, yeah, Valor is a tough, tough out. Revisiting the three keys to the match going into this one, tale of two Valors. Uh, listen, here, here, here's the bottom line with Valor. Elite defensively, inept offensively. Best defensive team in the league, conceded the least. 
and the lowest scoring team in the league. So if you were Forge, the game plan here was to build a lead and force Valor to claw their way back, which is something they're not necessarily built to do. But to their credit, they found a way off a set piece to find the back of the net and to salvage a point on the road in Hamilton. Uh, so we're not going to give a check for that, uh, that 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 one at all. Key two for Forge FC, wreak havoc in Hamilton. You know, against York, Forge was in just, just the attack was a problem. I mean, caused all kinds of trouble for the York back line. And I mean, it was more of the same. It wasn't quite the same dominating effort. And again, the weather played a part. I mean, the rain, the downpour was just... I mean, the pitch was slippery. The ball was bouncing. It's difficult. You kind of have to throw out your game plan a little bit when you were playing in those kinds of conditions. But nevertheless, Forge's attack mounted enough to get this done. I mean, I'll give that a check. I will say they succeeded in key number two. The attack did its job, resulted in just one goal. But uh, you think that in a match like this, that should have been enough. Key number three for Forge FC was just uh, nothing comes easy for Valor. Make them earn it. Don't let them beat you on a mistake, on a counter. Instead, they beat you off of a corner. And it was a clean header. I mean, it happens. You credit Valor on that one. I'm not sure what you do differently if you're Forge FC in that one. Sometimes you just, uh, yeah, listen. Sometimes it just goes your way on some of those corners. And in this way, it went Valor's way. So no check on that one. Just one of the three keys going Forge's way. And that is why. The result in this one, one all draw. Coming up next for Forge FC is a match against Pacific. At Pacific. This is a huge one for obvious reasons. Pacific at the top of the CPL table. And they're very difficult at home. And Forge will have to be up to the task. They play on Friday, 10 o'clock start time Eastern, uh, that one against Pacific. Uh, After that, back home the following Friday to host Vancouver. The Friday after that. So we have three straight Friday matches here. Don't don't think that extends to four, but for sure three in a row. So they're going to go Pacific, Vancouver, and then at Cavalry. So very difficult stretch. This is what we've been talking about with the table. Game matches in hand, regardless of what we look at, we look at that table week to week. I mean, you're looking at six-point potential swings because you have an eight-team league, and these teams, everyone's just playing each other all the time. The teams you're chasing, the teams you're fighting off, you're probably going to be seeing them very, very soon. So points at an absolute premium, and you know how important that top spot is at minimum you're looking for a top two finish on the CPL table to give you a bit of an advantage with an extra match in this new uh, page playoff format the CPL has introduced. So with that, your final one last time from Tim Morton's field in Hamilton, 1-1 Forge Valor. Next match is in six days at Pacific before they return home in front of the fans in two weeks to host Vancouver. Keep your eyes, your ears peeled on the Forge Audio Network. Uh, Plenty coming down the pipeline this week, including your Forge Daily features with McKenzie and a match match day preview as we tee up that match against Pacific. And that will be dropping on Thursday. So look out for that. All right, I'm Anthony Urcioli. Thanks for listening. Thanks to the fans for 
weathering the weather. And uh, we're going to talk to you very, very soon. This has been Match in Review with Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.